Well, our moms think we're funny. Oh, oh man. God, this is fucking shite. I'm so glad I, I didn't, like, I backed out of this early Make on. dreams come true. God, this is I'm horrible. I'm glad we did a let's watch of it. I mean, it's not going to be entertaining for anybody, like, listening to me just cussing, <laughs> bitching, moaning the thing. This is the horrible. maddest I've ever seen you. It's great. It's, it's, I mean, it's, 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 unfathomable. It's, it's without fathom. I mean, like, this is just. <laughs> they changed every single challenge for the keys, which I hate. They did not kill show, which I hate. Yeah. They introduced everybody to each other and just had them completely resolve all of their character development issues immediately at the halfway mark of the movie, which I hate. Yeah, I, and you know, like there was there were nothing there was nothing at stake in this except for the Oasis. Yeah, which really wasn't that bad. Okay, so so then you're they're gonna have to you're gonna have to pay to like go into other to these other places. Well, you had to pay to go into certain places of it anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like he was still gonna make schools free because you couldn't make them pay for school. Right. So, but everything else, he was going to charge like a, like a monthly rental or something like that to like, uh, to go into the game. And I'm like, I'm like, you really didn't, you weren't really losing anything. Plus, he can't charge that much because most of the people in that world were poor. Plus, that's like the big thing about the book is like, that's why people leave in the fucking stacks and most of them are poor. Yeah. I mean, like that, that was the thing in the book is that people would not be able to play. They, like, they would just get kicked out. This was just showing that there'd be advertisements everywhere. Which it's like, oh, boo-hoo. Yeah, it's like somehow we moved away from that, like, after, like, this world went to shit, and then he wanted to bring it back. Yeah. Like, okay, whatever. It's like, okay, that's that sucks, but it's like, whatever. Oh, my God. Um. So, Artemis was kind of cute. Uh, she was okay. She was, she was okay. She was cute. Um. Yeah, this was... Oh. <laughs> I mean, honestly, I did this. This just left me feeling. Uh, it's it's like someone like just like pulled my soul out, <laughs> and then like they like they like, like reached and they pulled my soul like like your soul is mine. And they pull it and you're like, nah, never mind. They give it back to me. Like, <laughs> Like, like, wait, 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 I'm not worthy? Like, it was like Look, I didn't it, want to die, but now I feel like like I've just been shit on. Like, they didn't put it in quite right either, so. Yeah, like, like, like they, like, kept a little bit there. Like, like oh, I got this on my fingers. Like, yeah, just, it's, uh, it's kind of like when, like, you can't get your tongue positioned comfortably in your mouth, so you just feel it rubbing against your teeth. Yeah, you, you know, sometimes you wake up in the morning and you, and it's like, you just feel out of sync with the world. Like, like, everything just feels slightly off. Constantly. And, and, like, that's kind of what this feels like like, <laughs> like this was slightly off from like the real world and everything in it just it's uh. just it sucks because i enjoyed the book so much yeah the book is so so good so good and this just shat all over it and it's so bizarre to me because ernest klein helped write the screenplay yeah they, i mean they i mean i think what it was is that like he probably had like a like a first pass that deal on it like a uh, agreement and then, like, he was, he, he didn't want them to back out of making it. Because, like, if it makes it, and then, like, oh, Steven Spielberg is going to direct. He's like, oh, so if nothing else is going to make a shit ton of money, right? And, like, they're going to, like, they're going to put all the, 
the studio is going to put the financial backing behind it like a mother because of Spielberg. So I don't have to worry about like any like shitty graphics or anything like that. Like it's, it's going to be, it's going to be a spectacle and I'm going to get like 10% off the back end of some shit like that. So he basically kind of, this is just my opinion. He just kind of sold his soul. You know, he sold, well, sold the soul of his book. That's definitely what it feels like. I mean, cause feel, look, watching this is like they gutted the book. They, they just, they just took it and they just like a, like a bulldozer and just cut everything out of it. And then it's like, okay, let's fill it all back in with garbage. Like, it's weird to me that like the book is so 70s and 80s. Mm-hmm. It's all 70s, all 80s. I think they might make a couple of passing references to 90s, but like they don't talk about playing Super Nintendo or any of that shit. No. They don't talk about playing Sega Genesis. They don't talk about anything like that. It's, it's all NES or before. And it's just, there's not even any PlayStation in there. No, no. Oh, hell no. PlayStation was like mid to late 90s. Yeah. And, and like, the, this is just like pop culture references all over. It's, it's like shit from 2008 on back or 2018 on back of like, okay, why, why would somebody be playing an Overwatch character? Right. Like, Overwatch was such a shot in the dark brief window thing. It was immediately overshadowed by fucking Fortnite. And then, and, and like, it's all irrelevant now. Nobody, nobody really, like, makes that their entire life now. And, like, they, they, you, you called it out when you saw them, like, the Michael Bay Ninja Turtles. So, so you, fucking you, horrible. Yeah, right. So you, you've got this brief window where those things existed, but you have a bigger window of time where the 80s, like, the, the, the animated versions or whichever animated versions that, that are going to be the ones that are most iconic. Those are the ones you see on things, you know, like any kind of, uh, merchandise, mm-hmm. you know, those are the ones that would be, that would, people would know that far in the future, not these shitty ones from these movies that nobody watched. I know people watching, they made some money and shit like that, but like, but, I mean, they, the, nobody, nobody goes back and talks about how great they were. They're, like, they're nowhere near as big as the original live action films. I right. mean, it's like the, the Fred Wolf 80s cartoon had like, what, 100, 200 episodes? It was, yeah, so, so it was massive. It was massive and it sold hundreds and thousands and thousands of toys. You've got, the live action films, mm-hmm. like that, like at least the first one still holds up. The second two were kind of shitty, sure, but like it holds up. It's okay. a great, great movie. So, 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 what you're saying? I was talking. So, I was telling uh, generic that the the Horicon is coming up, right? Uh huh. Um, that uh, um, David Nong's going to be at. That uh, Judith Hoke's going to be there too. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I, I was like, yeah, she's like, she's really nice. Um, I was like, and dude, dude, she still looks bossa nova. He replied back and said, Chevy Nova. <laughs> Perestroika. <laughs> so, so that's that right there is this. I mean, it's an iconic thing. Like that is nobody quotes like shit from the fucking Michael Bay movies. I, I mean, like the only time I've ever seen one of the Michael Bay movies quoted was when the Nickelodeon Ninja Turtles cartoon kind of referenced the elevator thing, and they made fun of Mikey for it. Oh, for, for rapping in the elevator. Yeah, so. doing the boom, 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 and then they're all like, "Dude, stop!" Yeah. <laughs> so I'm, it's like. So it's like, okay, so there's years of the Nickelodeon cartoon. Right. Great cartoon. There's there's like seven or eight seasons of the four kids run. Hmm. Brilliant cartoon. Yep. Uh, there's like like 40 or 50 issues. No, oh, no. There's like 70 issues of the original Mirage comics. There's like... With the Jim Lee interpretations. Yeah. They're still better than... <laughs> there's the image run. There's... Uh, there's the Simon Bisley miniseries with, with Raph and Casey. Um, there's the Archie comics run. There's hundreds of issues of the IDW comics now. Mm. 
And four players decided, no, no. The, go? Oh, the, the Imaji movie was okay with the Raph Leo fight, but where <laughs> it's really at is the Michael Bay movie. Fuck you. There, nobody in, in 2045 is going to make video game avatars based off of those shitty interpretations of the turtles. Right. I mean, it, it's that, that would, was horrible. And I, I kept bringing it up during the, the movie and I know it sounds like a small thing, but it's not. So if you, if we're talking about this movie takes place in 2040, right? Something like no, that. No, no, no. Like, it was like late 2045. 20, uh, shit. Hold on. Cause, uh, cause he makes a reference to like Ogden dying. It was, cause it was like, it was after the something of 2027 and he blah, was blah, born blah. in 2027. Right. So but the movie takes place in like 2040 something. God, this movie is so... Okay, in 2045 is when it takes place, okay? So, in 2045, so that is 22 years from now. 22 years from now. Now, you're telling me that they're going to have, like, t-shirts uh, from <laughs> stuff that... They're still making t-shirts from things from, you know, like 40 years ago? 60 years ago? Or... Yeah, because 60, because we're talking about, like, we're talking stuff from the 80s. That's like 40 years ago now. So 60 years ago, they're going to have stickers and buttons and this and that you can easily find and buy that aren't too expensive. Like, nowadays, if you want to get something that's retro, it's going to cost you out the ass for some good retro shit. Mm-hmm. That's, that's just recreation. Like, hell, right now, if you go into Target, you can get Dark Side of the Moon on vinyl for 25 bucks. Right, right. I can go to a used record store and get Dark Side of the Moon, the original, on vinyl, or at least like a, like an 80s, re- like a, like reprint, for 10. Why would I buy a new version now for 25? You know, like, that doesn't make any sense. It's so, but that's the thing, it's like, people, they're like, retro stuff, right? All that nostalgia thing, all that stuff costs you so much. And then some of that stuff that people don't make. Mm-hmm. They don't make it. So what makes you think that they would make that so far in the future that you'd be able to like cover like your, your suit and everything with stickers like Grace American Hero sticker? Where the fuck are you going to find that at? <laughs> I'm pretty sure he's not going to a, like a con, right? Well, like, cause plus everybody's poor. You live in a fucking, like, you live in a trailer park that's stacked on top of another trailer park. It's stacked on top of another trailer park. Like, and you tell me that you got money to go out there and like hunt this shit down? I, I could find a Greatest American Hero sticker now, but you know what? We still have an economy. Mm-hmm. We still have, like, a working internet. It's still possible to go on, like, Teespring or Redbubble or whatever or, and, or, and order shit like that. Or even just go to damn Amazon. You know I mean? And, like, this stuff is all, like, the, the, the whole world has collapsed. Society's collapsed. Nobody works outside of, of the Oasis. But, like... I just don't get why they navigated so far away from the 80s. And, I mean, like, you could argue, oh, like, you know, that that closes it off to a lot of people. And it's like, okay, counterpoint, Stranger Things. Oh, yeah. And this was 2018, so at least the first season of Stranger Things was out, right? Maybe maybe two seasons? Maybe. I um, mean, it, it, Stranger Things has been out for a while. Yeah. Uh, so, um, uh, let me see. Let me take a look here for Stranger Things. Um, but, yeah, I mean... So, and, and, and that, 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 is, that is, that is strictly the, um, 2016 is when Stranger Things came out. Okay. Okay. So, I mean, like, they, they didn't do anything really anachronistic with Stranger Things. It, it's pretty faithful to the decade. Right. And the thing is, it's, it's like a love letter to the decade. Really. It really is. And that's what the book was to Ready Player One. Was, it, 
there's there's so many references. There was like there was shit that I didn't know about because I didn't grow up in the eighties. Right. Like that I was I was learning about the eighties as I was reading through the book. Like the whole the whole thing with Captain Crunch and the whistle to like to break through the long distance calling. Oh yeah, I was gonna say that. And even like the Max Headroom thing. They didn't yeah. even show Max Headroom through all, yeah, all this. No no Max Headroom. It's it, it's it's so frustrating. And like I wish I could be excited about the Iron Giant. I love the Iron Giant. You fucking took Leopardon from me. Yeah, and you didn't even replace anybody with anyone cool. It's just like yeah, it's it's almost as if someone just said, uh uh, we need a gun. We need a, like a giant robot. Oh, it's a Gundam. Okay, Gundam. And they just like did a quick like Google search Gundam. Here we go. And then yeah, the most generic ass Gundam. Like there's there's so many cool mechs from anime that you could have done, but it's just like, I mean, anybody who's listened to any of this podcast knows how I feel about Leopardon. Oh yeah, yeah we know. And just like I'm I'm such a fanboy, and so like being like reading the book and hearing oh there's a movie coming. That's that's like. The promise of a nice steak dinner. It's like, okay, I'm, I'm going to buy you the biggest steak dinner that you can possibly imagine. It's like, oh, hell yeah. I love steak. And then dinner time rolls around and I'm just like, I toss you a, a, a fucking Oreo. It's like, here you go. Yeah. It's like that scene from... So uh, what, what's the matter? Don't you like Oreos? Oh, I love Oreos, but you promised me a fucking steak dinner. Yeah. I wanted the steak dinner. <laughs> it's like that scene from So I Married an Axe Murder. She's like, how would you feel if, uh, if I had made you uh, a breakfast of like... Silver dollar pancakes and eggs sunny side up and like crisp bacon and uh, he's like yeah and the next thing he cuts to he's like eating a bowl of cereal sorry we didn't have any of that stuff <laughs> 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 and he's like that's that's okay I, I like this she's like we also got Lucky Charms I was like good <laughs> <laughs> I mean Lucky Charms are pretty awesome but that's the thing it's like I love I love Oreos I love the Iron Giant but when I'm expecting a fucking steak dinner that's that's not gonna cut it like I it would have been so awesome. To see the fight as described in the book. So much cooler. Okay, so listen to this. It says, here's IMDb, right? It says, besides the, you know, the Bigfoot DeLorean and the uh, Akira motorcycles, it says, other notables in the race were the Mach 5, which you saw, the Batmobile, which clearly you saw, the yeah. 18 van, the V8 Interceptor, that's, uh, I believe, the Mad Max's car, Christine, Pork Chop Express, the Trans Am from Smoking the Bandit, which we saw, because that's what show drove, yep, yep. and the RV from Spaceballs. I can't say I saw most of those in there. No, no, it's it's so blinking you'll miss it. Like you have to go through frame by frame. During the race sequence, when King Kong appears, the theme from the original 1933 film composed by Max Steiner is played. Okay, I mean Easter egg on top of an Easter egg. Uh, I, I guess. I mean, uh, Parzival's belt in the Oasis has the Thundercats logo on it. The belt itself is the same style as Han Solo's. I mean, honestly, if you put all that shit together, like all those, this, like these little, like pop culture references and everything, he would walk around looking like a fucking loser. Like, you know, <laughs> <laughs> you just get bullied for being autistic. This Mechas Cube is named after director Robert Mechas. What? Gee, I didn't see that. Coming. When the cube is activated, the music playing is from Back to the Future trilogy, directed by Zemeckis. Really? You mean the thing that made things go back, what, 30 seconds uh, in time? Okay. Here's, here's a real fucking Akira bike. Oh, that's so nice. <laughs> that's kind of awesome. I love the fact it's got the one big giant screw thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, bike? No way! <laughs> See, Parzival may be driving the DeLorean from Back to the Future, but the back and forth red lights in the car's front grill are a nod to night kit from Knight Rider. I didn't realize it had the, the light from Knight Rider in the front. Man. Uh, I didn't notice either. <clears throat> 
Around the 35-minute mark, Holiday is shown in the cover of Wired magazine with a QR code. The code is readable and links to an accompanying article on Halliday. Okay. I didn't even see that there was... Uh... The box containing the orb of Asavox is the same one Gizmo's in when he's given to Billy. So I can call it that. Semi-block in the road in the middle of the opening of the race uh, is a truck driven by Jack Burden, Port Chop Express. Um, Which is uh, Big Trouble in Little China? Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Spielberg is referenced um, in Ernest Klein's source book. Spielberg said he would remove these references, although some like the Tyrannosaurus Rex and the alien ship from where the worlds do appear. Uh, okay. So uh, why did uh, why did Spielberg remove references to himself? I guess because he it was, it was too self aware, you know. <laughs> like in a, in a whole movie that's just all around, you know, just like. Just being aware of like that, then the references. He was like, "Wait, I gotta take mine out though, because gee, I, it's almost like he could have avoided that by being more accurate to the book, which isn't full of references to Spielberg." Right. Well, he said that there are in there, but I'm sure they're like ET and stuff like that, but Poltergeist. But yeah, um, team of pop culture experts that help Sorrento hunt the holiday Easter egg are called oologists. Uh, oology is the actual science that studies and collects bird eggs. Well, I mean, that's just. That's just good naming. I mean, that's not... Well, like, that's explained in the book. Uh, so yeah. that's not that's not like some clever reference. The book actually says, oh yeah, we call them this. And here's why. Uh, during the garage scene, you can see a copy of the Ed 209 robot. From, I didn't see it, but... Both is at the bar when the dance number is done. Okay. Um... <laughs> during the uh, during the race sequence, the marquee of a theater can be seen. It reads Schwarzenegger, Jack Slater 3. I didn't see that. I didn't um, see that either. Uh, here we go. This is a nod to Arnold Schwarzenegger's la- film, Last Action Hero, also written by Zach Penn. According to Penn, the nod was unintentional. It was uh, included by ILM staff, as suggested by co-author Ernest Cline. Penn himself didn't know about it before the release of the first trailer. Um, I thought Last Action Hero was written by... Um, I mean, maybe he did a pass on it, but I remember it being written by, uh, oh, what's the guy's name? Um, the one I like so much. It's a great director, too. Uh, shit. I can't think of his name right now. Um, anyway, uh, during filming, Spielberg donned a virtual reality headset and wandered the virtual set with a virtual camera on a virtual floor and a virtual, what? what? No, sorry. Um, uh, <laughs> okay. And uh, seeing what they're discovering, RMS is possible real life person. There's a, Picture of Will Wheaton on the mirror in the book. Will Wheaton is vice president of the Oasis Under Council. He also reads the audiobook for Ready Player One, um, the second novel Armada, and the Ready Player One sequel, Ready Player Two, which they're not turning into a movie because, well. Thank Christ. Yeah, right? Uh, during scenes at the shop in the background, you can see the flying RV from Spaceballs, uh, the Eva Pod from 2001, a Colonial Viper from Bastard Galactica, a Starfighter from Buck Rogers, uh, the Ed 209, and a loader from Aliens. Didn't see any of that shit. Yeah, it would have been really yeah. cool during the final fight to have seen the loader. Hmm. I, mean, how, I mean, yeah, that would be cool. I mean, on the, for, as far as ground forces go, the Ed 209 would have been kind of badass to see mm-hmm. just, like, just chomping through stuff. Why no AT-ATs, though? Yeah, yeah, that's pretty weird. Actually, I didn't see any Star Wars references. No, no. Like, there there should have been, like, lots of people using lightsabers. You know if the Oasis were real, people would be using lightsabers. Yeah, and they, and they make reference to, like, the Millennium Falcon, but... Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. 
I guess just uh, George Lucas had some kind of his ass about that. <laughs> um, I, guess he, I guess he saw what the movie was turning into. I like he would care. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> he, he's like, you guys can use Jar Jar Banks. <laughs> there should be more Jar Jar in here. Uh, shipped to some cinemas under the pseudonym Deep Blue. Uh, Deep Blue was a supercomputer most known for playing the game uh, chess against the beat, playing against and beating chess grandmaster Gary Kasparov. Yeah, the only reason it won was because its company cheated and fucked him over. Oh, uh, see. When being quizzed about Holiday uh, Trivia, Wade answers Holiday's favorite um, GoldenEye multiplayer character was Odd Job. I mean, that's that's kind of shitty. That's really shitty. Knows you don't play Odd Job, so it's just a standard of of decency. Is you don't play Odd Job because he's impossible to hit. And Holiday was more of a gamer than that. Right. I can't. I can't imagine playing GoldenEye because when that came no. out, like he would have been. Doing something else. I mean, GoldenEye was 1996, 1997, something like that. <clears throat> the TARS from Doctor Who can be seen in the background. Okay, nobody flew that. Yeah, don't care. <laughs> I don't like Doctor Who. Ugh. Yeah, let's see. Toshiro's avatar, uh, Daito, is a samurai which resembles Japanese legendary actor Toshiro Mifune, who is. Yeah, Mifune. I'm sorry? The Toshiro Mifune. My phone. <laughs> it's Mifune! Ryu. God damn <laughs> Mifune? Yeah. Is better? Okay. Toshiro Mifune. Uh, H uh, teases Wade, you're wearing the costume from your favorite movie, Don't Be That Guy. This reference to PCU when Jeremy Pivens tells John Favreau, you weren't sure of the band you're going to go see? Don't be that guy. <laughs> I love that. Too. Yeah, that, that's good. That's good. Uh, a reference to Close Encounters was planned in the screenplay, but it was vetoed by Sony Pictures, even though it was one of the first films directed by Steven Spielberg. Uh, Ernest Klein's based the relationship. Okay, I don't give a shit. Um, let's see. Oh, Alan Silvestri. A briefly seen in the arms display in the office of Sorrento is a signature pistol modified Taurus 8... Um, Taurus uh, 85, carried by Captain Malcolm Reynolds in the series Firefly. You still haven't watched Firefly yet, have you? No, not yet. What the fuck is your problem, dude? You're watching Community like 20 times over. No, I've, I've watched Community twice. How many times have you seen IT, IT Crowd? IT Crowd three times? How many times have you watched Seinfeld? Three times. And you still have not yet once watched Firefly, so we can watch... Dude! Where is it even? Where's what? Where is Firefly? Where does it stream from? Didn't I give you my one my my extra copy of the of the series? Did you on DVD? No, I'm pretty sure I did. No, I would remember that. Yeah, right. No, I don't have any DVDs of it. Well, I have to go and check and see if I still have my extra copy then. I mean, how are we gonna watch Serenity? I keep saying we should. Watch, I want to watch Firefly first. I want to watch Fire. Like, dude, you don't have to. I didn't watch it that way. Yeah, but I want to. Mm. I want to. But instead, I'm gonna watch all the other shows over and over again. <laughs> You don't seem to understand autism, Turk. <laughs> it's, a, uh, it's a comfort response. During the film's final battle sequence, the protagonist of Rooster Teeth Productions, Ruby, can briefly be seen with her scythe sniper rifle. Come on. Rooster Teeth's production, Ruby. R-W-B-Y? Yeah. Holy shit, I didn't realize... God, Ruby? Fucking Really? 
Yeah, I did not know she was in the... But I didn't know she was even a thing at that point. Again, it's just what you're talking about, like, you know, just tossing shit in there. Yeah, it's like, gee, that, that would have been a really cool 80s reference. In the garage, Reposable is showing off H's ship to Artemis, a model of the swordfish from Cowboy Bebop. Can you say I thought that was a Cowboy Bebop Yep, one. yep, you caught that one. The two cores placed over James Halliday's eyes are from 1972, the birth of Halliday, and the first commercially successful video game, Atari's Pong. The cost to play? 25 cents. What? Really? Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I told you that, that that was a really intentional move on his part. Okay, Warner Brothers and producer Don DeLine uh, acquired the adaptation rights for, to Ernest Klein's novel while it was in gallery form in a very aggressive bidding contest, so I guess before it was actually really came out. Uh, beating rival studios uh, Paramount and 20th Century Fox. Uh, just the following day after the public, uh, publishing company Random House uh, won the publication rights, Klein stipulated two conditions in agreement with the studio. He and Eric Eason get the first attempt to write the script on the bo- on his book. Klein wants Steven, wants Steven Spielberg to direct it. That's pretty wild. Too bad it, uh, it oh. sucked. The character of Finale Xandor was not in the book. And it's, it's F apostrophe, capital N-A-L-E, finale. Wow. Yeah, she was not in the book. Artemis Hughes was, appears to be a lawgiver too from the, uh, 1995 Judge Dredd movie. Hmm. Uh. Yeah, this is, uh, It's a very, very disappointing movie. Yeah. See, when showing off H's stuff to Artemis, Parzival mentions a Harkonnen dropship that can go from uh, Incipio to Ar- Arrakis uh, in a very short time. Incipio is the entry point to the Oasis located in Sector 1. Its name appears on the central jump gate. Yada, yada. Um, let's see. Uh, as he's walking on Incipio, adjusting his hair, Arrakis is the main planet... Uh, I know what Arrakis is, dude. Spice is life. Come on. Wade's address is unit 56K, Columbus Stacks. 56K refers to the modem. Jeez whiz. God. Michael Keaton was considered for J- for James Halliday. Oh, I'm so glad he didn't take that role. Okay. When Wade and Samantha meet, she's wearing a Peter Seville original t-shirt the design used for the Joy Division's uh, Unknown Pleasures album cover. Current value of the t-shirt, $310. <laughs> yeah, because she'd totally be able to afford that in 40 years. Exactly. <laughs> I said I said Morrissey, but I was thinking the Smiths, not Joy Division. Yeah, yeah, no, I, no. I, yeah, I knew that. Anyway, whatever. You had the right idea. Crazy. Yeah. Tracer from the popular video game Overwatch is voiced by Kara Theobald, who is also the voice of Tracer in the game. Also, at one point in the Distracted Globe Club, a Tracer is seen dancing with a woman, a reference to an Overwatch comic that revealed that Tracer is a lesbian. Ooh, I give a shit. Boy, they, they went out of their way to depict that. I don't give a fuck. Like, my God, they spent money 
to do that. <laughs> Could have had another cool 80s reference. I love this right here. Freddy Krueger can be seen jumping onto the screen just before being shot during a montage at the beginning. Yeah, no shit. Yeah. They even make reference to that. Yeah, I mean, and again, why would you, in a, in a gunfight like that, why would you pick Freddy Krueger? Yeah. I mean, I'd be like having slow-ass Jason walking around. Well, I mean, he was probably a usable item like Chucky. I don't know. I think he was actually a real person. Because he exploded into coins. Oh, he did. That's right. Yeah, well, fuck that guy then. Moron. <laughs> he brought a knife to a gunfight. <laughs> he brought a knife glove to a gunfight. <laughs> oh. oh, man. Yeah, this this thing goes on forever and ever. Just talk about all the different Easter eggs and shit like that. But, I mean, let's face it. If that's really all you have to offer is just, like, a bunch of Easter eggs just, just peppered out throughout this entire movie, um, then, like, it's not really... There's no heart or substance to the references like i mean there we we both had moments where we were just like oh hey look there's that yeah but so what like just everything that made me like the book is gone from it and really when i was skeptical i'm like i was more of like is that what i think it is like is that is that what i'm looking at there or am i just like thinking that's you know what i'm saying yeah yeah it just mm. Oh, this is a nice uh, bit of trivia that someone put out here. Ready Player One is a phrase from the days of classic video games. Huh. Imagine Whoa. that. I just got that. Uh, uh, thank you, like Captain Obvious. Like, I'm glad you put, th- put this out here and be like, oh, hey, let me let people know. Like, okay. Ridiculous. Yeah, it's, this, this movie is... It, it's just bad. There's nothing redeemable about this. It could have been great, but everything that made the books good has been stripped from the movie. Everything that made me care about these characters, everything that made me think that, like, Ernest Klein was somebody who I could have a long, interesting conversation with, it's all just been ganked right out of the movie. Yeah, um... Yeah, because the movie just has no heart at all. It's it, no, no, no. It's, it's terrible. It's terrible. Mm. Um, I'm looking here. It's like um. <sighs> it says the curator and indirectly foreshadows how the contest will play out. Parzival tells the curator that he's done watching the scene. The curator. Whilst watching Parzival walk away, decides to leave the scene playing as a major clue is about to be revealed. This implies that the curator knows that the aforementioned scene is a major clue to the contest. Parzival says to Artemis that he always felt the biggest clue to the contest was hidden in the scene they were watching. Curator says, you're right, before changing the context uh, of his comment to the bet they made. Shortly after, Parzival says to Artemis, uh, she, Kira, in the, she, Kira, in the big mystery. The curator says, no, no. Before then, changing the aforementioned context is later revealed that the final secret to the contest was a scene where he mentioned that Holiday's relationship with Kira is not a clue to final step, but actually Holiday's friendship with Morrow, both irrelevant in the scene that Prozzle is watching. This implies that the curator knows that Holiday's friendship with Morrow is the part to the final clue, despite the fact that new characters or the audience are supposed to know that the final clue exists. 
There was the secret final uh, test in the movie. The curator also insists that Parzival takes his quarter, despite it being negligible to Parzival's coin count. It is revealed that under the, you know, the, that the quarter, uh, the curator gave to Parzival's token, which grants him an extra life. In fact, the curator insists that Parzival takes the extra life implies that he believes Parzival will need it, and that the next he found through completing a dangerous challenge, although Parzival would not need to, to obtain the second key, unlike the first key, uh, a protected shortcut under the race, and the third key, uh, you know, so at the end of the film, it is revealed that the curator is Morrow, who created the Oasis with Halliday, providing expansion how the curator knew all the clues of the contest. Despite this, uh, Morrow says to Wade that Halliday told Morrow nothing about the contest, but yet he knew, according to he knew everything. Yeah, he kept dropping hints. So, uh, yeah. Yeah. Lame. Mm-hmm. This was horrible. <laughs> uh. So, yep, 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 yep. Oh, just, just bad. And, and they, they focus so much on like, on little things in, in this to, uh, I guess to, to make things, um, I don't know, just to, to, I don't even know what to say. Like, if they focus on like all like all these little pieces in there, as if that's somehow going to make it make it better, but in the end, the, it doesn't add anything to it. And and then there's so many things that you that you from the eighties that you don't have in there. Like I mentioned, Max Headroom or yeah. even, even other things that like so. The the Shannon is like his eleventh best horror film, right, like favorite right. horror film. The what are the other ones? Yeah, is yeah. American Werewolf from London one of those? Like, why can't we see his favorite? Right. Horror film. Like, why, why would he hide the Easter egg in his 11th favorite? And, and then, like, the other ones, like, there's no reference to them at all in there to even show that they were even liked. Like, yeah. it's not, it's not the, the movie <clears throat> poster and a reference. None of them, none of them are even wearing anything, like, that even resembles or has anything, like, a context or clue to it. It's like, there's so much stuff from the 80s that is not in there. Do you, mm-hmm. did, did he just hate those things? Or was it all have to just be, like, like, anime cartoon video game references right right so eh, eh, eh. it's just just ugh, i hated this i hated it not uh, not a single reference to karate kid in there yeah yeah none at all like that that's a hell of a good movie that's super 80s no reference to rocky hmm? or rocky 2 or 3 i mean they um they don't uh, like say they they use like saying like uh Saturday Night Fever or uh uh was it not Saturday Night Fever um yeah wasn't it the it was Travolta's dance to Staying Alive but that wasn't Saturday Night Fever no okay Sa- Staying Alive is the sequel that's what I was trying to get I should get the names correct because ah. it's Stan- it's Saturday Night Fever then Staying Alive is the sequel um it's got that really good camo cameo by uh Sylvester Stallone who I think also directed it uh but uh anyway. So, um, yeah, the, like, that, why, why would they use Dirty Dancing? Or any of the other dancing movies from that time? Cause you could even use Breaking, you know? Or Breaking to Electric Boogaloo. Anything. <laughs> like, anything else, I mean, but why would you go into, to that? I mean. I mean, which, Dirty Dancing would have been, would have been great. There was no reference to Ghostbusters? That's fucking huge for the 80s. Oh, yes. Yeah. Like, someone should have been dressed up as a Ghostbuster with like, a proton pack. Yeah. Oh, during the final oh fight, God. showing yeah. a proton pack, showing the Stay Puft. That's man what I was fight. just thinking. Yeah. Stay Puft. God, having the Stay Puft Man get melted down by Mecha Godzilla, that would have been awesome. You see, like all the shit which, they left out, which again is the same shit I said at the end of the Legend of Chun Li. Let fans work on these movies. 
Well, they did. Let Ernest Klein work on it. He did, he obviously <laughs> obviously did a really shitty job. I mean, hell, he he'd already sold the rights before the book came out. I mean, he, he really gave a shit about it after that. It's, it's like the uh, that scene in, in Futurama when they go, when they need uh, they the uh, president. They're trying to save the world, and they, they go to uh, uh, Wernstrom, and he's like, "Okay," he goes, "I'm gonna need uh, like this," and he goes like, "And uh, like." Five, uh, like graduate students, you know, like four of them Chinese. And he goes, <laughs> uh, tenure and, and something else. He goes, okay, you got it. He goes, he's great. He goes, well, what's your plan? He goes, he goes, plan. He goes, uh, he goes, uh, I don't need, he says, well, what's your plan? He goes, plan. He goes, I don't need a plan. He goes, I've got tenure here. <laughs> and, and, and he goes, I'm set for life. And like, go well, fire him. He goes, I can't. He's got tenure. <laughs> I mean, he's like, he's like, it was like, hey, what about the movie? Movie, shit, fuck that. I already got my money. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's not a deal. That's done. I mean, like, and, and I don't even say that from the perspective of let people who are fans of the book work on it, which you should. But it's like, just let people who genuinely are enthusiastic about the 80s do it. Right. Like, how is that not the first thing you walk away from reading Ready Player One? Is, gee, we need to get people who really know the 80s as a decade. Like, we, we need multiple people who grew up in the 80s, multiple people who collect shit from the 80s, people who were, like, familiar with what the cultural zeitgeist was. Right. Like, h- how? <laughs> how do you how do you take a movie that has two chapters where he's playing Joust against a Sarerac, and you're like, a race. Let, let's make it a race. Mm-hmm. God. Okay, see, that's what I thought. Um, uh, Last Action Hero, the story is by Zach Penn, but the screenplay was by Shane Black. Uh. Yeah, see? Because I remember, like, I was like, Shane Black wrote that? It's like, that's not a really good movie for Shane Black. But, so Zach Penn wrote uh, the story for Last Action Hero. He wrote PCU, which I actually enjoy. But it says written by, but I don't know if he, it says written by, but I don't know if he wrote the screenplay to it. Right. Um, right. Let's see. I guess he did. So him and Adam left. Uh he wrote the screenplay for Inspector Gadget, Behind Enemy Lines, the story for X2, X-Men United, which I was one of my favorite X-Men movies, but um, but he just wrote the story for it. Uh, Incident at Loch Ness, don't know that. Suspect Zero. Uh, I don't know this movie. Okay. Um, uh, he wrote Electra, which is not good. <laughs> <laughs> I hear Electra sucks ass. Electra is horrible. Um Oh, yeah. I looked at this here, and it's, it's like Fantastic Four. I was like, he wrote the Fantastic Four movie, the um, but no, he wrote the video game for Fantastic <laughs> Four. So, yeah, uh, X Men: The Official Game screenplay and story. Okay, X Men: The Last Stand, written by him, which is a god awful travesty of a movie. I mean, it's got a good director too. Brett Ratner is a is a good director. Last um, Stand is that's not X Men Three, is it? Yes, it is. Okay. Uh, and I mean, I know that, you know, Brett Randall's got some shit going on because of some shit he did, but anyway, um, the grand, uh, I don't know about that. The incredible Hulk, he wrote the screen story and the screenplay. Now that being said though, uh, Edward Norton came in and did a big script rewrite on the on Hulk. Yeah. Uh, he wrote the story for the Avengers, but didn't write the Avengers. He created the TV series alphas Avengers assemble in the playroom story. He wrote the Avengers, uh, the story for the Avengers Lego game. The screenplay for Ready Player One, 
Um, and uh, he wrote the screenplay for Free Guy. Free Guy is actually pretty good. I really want to see Free Guy. It's good. I really want to see it. I love Ryan Reynolds, but. Okay. So this is what he's got coming up, man. Um, he's got Karate Kid. So they're apparently doing another Karate Kid movie. Oh, fuck he's supposed that. to be like, he's supposed to be writing the screenplay to that, I guess. Beacon 23. A man living in the 23rd century works at a remote lighthouse in space that serves as a beacon to his help passing ships. Well, that sounds entertaining as fuck. A space <laughs> lighthouse guy. <laughs> oh, it says TV series. Oh. So basically it's going to be like, like, um, like Deep Space Nine. Real slow burn. Uh, the Argonauts. Hmm. It was like Jason the Argonauts or something else. Uh, there's absolutely no details. Okay. So, um, I don't want there to be another Karate Kid. Untitled Chris Morgan Zach Penn sci-fi project, otherwise known as shit on shit. Uh, <laughs> Rom the Space Knight. So he's going to be doing a Rom the Space Knight movie. No. Um, <laughs> no. Which, I mean, there's, there's no, inter- there's no, it says in development, which means they're probably never going to come out. God, I hope it doesn't ever come out. He's, I guess, going to be, he's working on a, uh, on a remake of The Dirty Dozen. Um, and then uh, a movie called Black Chapter, which has absolutely nothing to say about it. Also known so, as Blapter. Yeah, Blapter. <laughs> Blapter. Uh, so, yeah, that's what he's got coming out. The guy is not a good screenplay writer at all. I mean, he's he, he's got ideas, but he does know how to, like, fully put them on paper to tell a good story. Right, right. Uh, that's why I say he's shit. I mean, he's probably not shit shit, but he's just not good. Yeah, he's just. I mean... <sighs> This doesn't, like, a lot of this dialogue doesn't feel supernatural or organic. Mm -hmm. That which does is the stuff that came from the book. So it's like, Ernest Klein can really write some good dialogue. Yeah. This guy can't. Like, when you, when you navigate away from, from Ernest Klein's dialogue to this guy's, then it's like, oh yeah, well, uh, what was his favorite? First-person shooter. Oh, his favorite first-person shooter? Yeah, what was his favorite first-person shooter? Just shut up. Yeah, I mean, guys, there's, there's so much exposition. This thing, like, you're telling me so much stuff, and then when the characters are telling each other that kind of stuff, like, if if we are really these people that love Halliday so much and this and that, like, you should not have to tell me what these things are and what yeah. they do. Yeah. But you're talking to me like I'm an idiot. That would just piss me off. Because they're trying to shoehorn in what was first-person narration and make it a part of the dialogue, and it never works. I mean, if you, like, if you guys are talking about it and then you just start saying out loud, not talking to you, but just saying out loud, oh, oh, that's the thing. And then the other person, like, finishes the sentence, right? Where, like, you both are having the same thought. Right, right. That makes sense. You can say that out loud. But that, but telling me this, like, I'm a fucking first grader, like, <laughs> don't do that, dude. Like, don't, don't. That's just going to piss me off. It's, it's, it's. Yeah, yeah I, I wish that they had made it feel more like a video game. Like, having everybody run out into the streets is very, very stupid. God, it's so stupid. Have, having the mom flip backwards over the couch, I mean, that that only really would have been funny if she'd broken her neck. Yeah, maybe she did. I, I hope mean, she That's the part we should have seen. <laughs> she slips on her hair extension. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, it just... it, it Everything... That made me love the book was just gone from this. Yeah, I'm I'm so disappointed in Spielberg. I really am, because it's just God. It's so it's so bland. It's hollow. Just I'm like, hello, hello. Is there a story in here, 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 here? Like, (laughs) 
you know, I, I can imagine they're, they're, they're looking at Ernest Klein and like, uh, for, for, you know, like help on a certain, certain scene. They're like, hey, Ernest, so would you, Ben, I'm busy. <laughs> <laughs> just like rolling up a wad of bills into a cigar. <laughs> I'm booked solid. I can't, can't help you with that, man. He ever smoked a hundred dollar bill before? <laughs> no tobacco. You know, I, what I do is I chop up twenties and I roll it up on it, and I'm like, "Ooh, we can really taste the presidents." <laughs> Cha-ching! Oh, oh, all right. So I, I'm I'm kind of going to be done trashing this movie that doesn't really need. I mean, I mean, I don't really need to trash the movie. The movie just needs to be watched, and you see what garbage is on your own. But. but you know, I was I was trying to defend some of the merits of it, and I kept saying, you know, I I didn't hate it, but it was way too different from the book. But I, I think having given it a second watch, I'm pretty sure I hate it. I mean, it's hateable. It's pretty hateable. Like. I mean, there there are some slight moments that are entertaining, but it's just, like... Especially having had the time and the distance from both the movie and the book to, to realize what it was that makes me think back fondly on the book. It's just, like, it's just not there. So, so you know, no one is surprised. And I know that it's already a long movie anyway, two hours and 20 minutes. It's already a long movie. But no one is surprised when Wade shows back up. Yeah. And he's like, I'm alive! Because the people in the stacks are like... Oh, when that whole thing fell down, like the old lady survived, which she shouldn't have. The old lady survived, right? You know, the, the fat pole dancer didn't, the, the boxer didn't, and you know, the surfer guy did probably didn't, but the old lady somehow survived, and she doesn't seem to be any worse for wear considering that her entire, like, house and everything is gone. Yeah, yeah. And so, but yeah, she just found another place to live because she's got it like that. No, so. It was like, wait, we thought you were dead. Yeah, because the whole thing <laughs> is like, the, no one sees him get away, the next thing he just gets kidnapped by, you know, by, uh, or by Artemis. Who, whatever. Um, and so he's like, I'm going to let everyone conti- continue to think I'm dead. And, you know, only IO, IOI knows. But then when they find out he's still alive, they, there's, there's nobody like, hey, wait, still alive. <laughs> he survived the stacks. It's like, because I'm pretty sure that nobody went digging through that, that pile for him. Yeah. Which, yeah. by the way, is all cleaned up. Yeah. Because it's only like, what, a couple days? From when the stacks fell down to the end of the movie? I think so, yeah. In the book, um, it's like a couple months. It's close to... It's a year, I think. I think the entire egg hunt takes a year. Because the point that after, like, the second... Or first or second key, like, there's no action. And people just start to, like... Everything dies down again. Yeah, yeah. Because, yeah. But, yeah, so, like, in this one, it, it, it all happens in the, in the stacks are all cleaned up. Which, if I remember the stacks, like, there's, like, a shitty place to live. It's, it's like, a, the new ghetto. Right, you know? right, and so no one's gonna come in and clean that up, like, right? Yeah, and none of those people really looked like, like they were sh- like like suffering. Yeah, and they they don't even explain like like how the 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 boyfriend like gets his his haptic suit and stuff. He's like, hey, thank him for the suit. Like, first off, you're just a straight up dick shit. Yeah, right? yeah. I mean, like, I was glad he died. Me too, and, and and the sister too, and he's like, and I, I guess to make him seem more of a likable character, is like, you killed my mom's sister, like, and she didn't give a shit about you. <laughs> doesn't, he, doesn't he sleep on the dryer most of the time in the book? In the book, yeah, so, he sleeps behind it because it's warm. And so, so the guy steals a suit. Like, first off, why would you not leave your suit in the van? Yeah, yeah. Now, I know in the thing, he was, like, in his backpack because he was going somewhere and the guy takes it. But none of this explained in here. It's just like, oh, thanks for the suit. You don't even know how he got it, why he left it there. None of that's explained. Right, right. And it's and then, of course, you don't actually even see him buy a new suit. He just has one. Yeah, yeah. It's 
Yeah, if nothing else, they could have implied that he was, like, wearing a new suit and his, like, his aunt's boyfriend stole his old one or whatever. I don't know. There's there's so much they could have done. Well, when in the final fight, when they're all sitting there and they're all fighting, he's in the, the uh, he's strapped in with, like, the, 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 the puppet strings, right? Mm-hmm. Isn't Sho and Dido uh, also strapped in, too? Yeah, yeah. How? Why? Um, it's, it's just so that they don't get thrown around the back of the van, but... Well, it's just so they can, they can run without having the platform and everything, right? Yeah, yeah. Because that's what, that's what H does. Um, and then, so, of course, she's got to be in one, too, when she gets in Iron Giant mode. Mm-hmm. How? Why? <laughs> I don't know. It's... I'm sorry, does, does she have friends? Oh, you mean, how did she get hooked up? No, had she, did, does she have friends? Yeah. She does? I mean, she's like the the top five or whatever they're called. High five. High five. No, no, no. What I'm saying is like, okay, so I've got my PlayStation. I've got four different controllers. Because I've got three other friends mm-hmm. that can all come over and we can all play together. Does she have three other people that she needs a, a rig like that in her van for? They're going to come over and play? I don't think it's like a rig. I think it's just kind of like... But it, it's it's because MacGyvered up. What, what I'm saying is that it had it, it had like a some kind of like turning unit on it, so he could turn without the wires getting all mixed up. But each one of them had like they were wired up like that, so they the, could hang. They, those aren't wires though; they're just they're just bungee clips. It's just a clip that goes through the back of their suit and holds them up. No, no, no. on his he had four different ones. He's wired to like a, this thing. I'm pretty sure those were just clips. No, no, no. I was well, watch the trailer. I know they showed it in the trailer. Uh, cause I'm not gonna watch the whole fucking movie again. That's 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 out. <laughs> as far as I'm concerned, they can scrub this off of HBO Max. But yeah, because he's um, he's wired up to this thing, and he's I, got four different wires on him. I don't. I think it's just four different cables. I, I don't think that he's connected electronically. To no, the not, not not electronically. But he he's hooked up to this 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 thing to keep him from getting all tangled up in his in his wires and stuff. But it's like yeah, it's like I'm, a whole rig thing that's like of this above his head. It's, it's black. I'm pretty sure that it's just something that he's hanging off of. I don't I don't think there's any kind of rig to it. And oh to the adventure genre he made so popular. Sure. Mm-hmm. Sure, Steve. Okay, so now we're going through all this. Blah, 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 blah. There's yeah, all this stuff yeah, here. Yeah. Yeah, ta ta. How do you even get that shit in the van? Yeah, I'm not sure. Because the van is such a narrow space, you know, for him to crawl through. Uh, he definitely didn't have it in the book. Yeah, because he doesn't have his apartment or anything in here. Yeah. Yeah, in the book he gets the apartment. God, that guy. Yeah. Getting so excited about playing adventure. I've been waiting for this my whole life. Oh, Lord. <laughs> but she touched my hand <gasps> and then I jizzed in my <laughs> pants <laughs> I was going to say I'm not a virgin anymore still counts <laughs> oh, there's a Jack Slater thing back there yeah yeah she had a birthmark on her face still counts <laughs> uh, come on come on come on give me to the thing here are you sure this is going to show anything it's got to see this on the biggest screen possible. 
Oh, you know, the Iron Giant's famous laser vision. Yeah. That he famously has. Oh, sorry. Him saving her, like... And a little girl with the Mario poster, the Donkey Kong Jr. poster, like, like, like she would have that. She wouldn't know Donkey Kong Jr. I guess I don't show it in here. I'm not going to watch the whole damn movie. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't think it's any kind of fancy rig. I could be wrong. No, it is, dude. It is. I mean, it may not be fancy, but uh, let me go pull pictures in IMDb again. Uh, how many times I got to pull this damn movie up? I want to get to scrub this thing from my brain. <laughs> I mean, I was so hyped for this movie, too, man. I really was. Oh, uh, we both were. I remember, like, going out of my way to read the book through a third time. Oh, yeah, I remember you did that. You were like, I want to read it before I see the movie. I want to read it an- another time. And it was horrible. Okay, so I got one picture of it, but it's too small. Uh-huh. <laughs> Tally your sex tape. <laughs> and I know that everybody like in the um in the movie like everybody is uh you know is pretty much it goes into the oasis but there's different re- okay here it is okay so see that that's what they're connected to and there's one there and there's one there oh okay that's still corrected and see, and he's on one, like, uh, is one above his head. Yeah. Why would she have, like, like four or four units in there to connect to? These are the well, five she- top players of the game. They're rich, so she probably just bought some on the way in, would be my guess. And had them installed that fast? I mean, probably. I mean, she's, not, she's not in the Oasis where she can just, like, make shit in a hurry. <laughs> like, I mean, so she had no reason to have that. She had no reason to have those already installed. Don't forget, though, this is, this is, like, all this happens in like a span of like a you know, couple of hours or, you know, day. So why would she have that in her van when she doesn't have friends? Is she just that fucking hopeful? Like one day, <laughs> one day I'll have friends. When I get friends, this is going to be so cool. <laughs> she's sitting there talking to me. She's like, one day I'll find the key and I'll get the Oasis and I'll have friends and I'll come over. We'll all play VR together. We won't look at each other <laughs> or, or talk or anything like that because, I mean, that's what nerds do, but... <laughs> I just didn't uh, realize Daito's thing was a reference to Mifune. Oh man, did you ever see these um these movie posters here? So oh, I'm looking at them now. Yeah. Uh, so they're they're Ready Player One one with the uh, the uh, say anything reference, the uh, bullet Steve McQueen one. I mean, oh, God, the the Goonies they they look horrible, man. I mean, I, <laughs> oh my God, the Matrix one is horrible too. They they they're so shitty. And it shows uh, Dido in the back with like his mask down, but you never see that's not even his armor. That's like a that's like a robot. That's not even his samurai armor. <laughs> you see that? Yeah. <laughs> so terrible. God, these are all like these are bad. Oh man, these are <laughs> these are so bad. Plus, like oh, his avatar, he described it in the book as just looking like him, but in slightly better shape. It's not some anime pretty boy. Uh, oh, I got a Back to the Future poster. I don't recognize this one. Maybe I just I, I don't know. If, uh, oh, these are just like these are actual Ready Player One like ones. Uh, <laughs> Look at the wood for Parzival. He, he looks like he's just he looks so like out of place there just like uh. he's standing there with his fist up yeah 
<laughs> okay, so and it's not really a big reveal in the movie. They don't they just kind of gloss over it. But look at the one for H. So they actually show her. Oh. Which really kind of like it it takes away the whole mystique thing of like the of like her being, you know, the like a woman. It was a huge deal for H to be a girl in the book. Huge deal because Wade felt really betrayed by that. I and, love that. Yo, I'm sorry. Go ahead. And he was like going over all the all the really private conversations they'd had and mm-hmm. all the stuff that he like he told her under the pretense of her being a boy. It didn't didn't he have like a like a stack of like in in her her man cave or his man cave like a stack of like old playboys or penthouse or whatever and he used to look through and they talk about like the kind of women they liked and stuff. I think and he so. was and he was like he felt so betrayed because like like but you you told me that you like this kind of stuff and like but then I find that you're a girl so that was all just a lie. Okay. <laughs> Poor I, guy doesn't know about lesbians. <laughs> Did you see Tracer at the bar? So I like the fact that they kept the they did a movie poster version of the book cover, um, where he's he's climbing up the uh, the ladder to the stacks, yep, yep. and they kept the super long leg in there. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> um. Uh, oh yeah, they took Ultraman out. Remember, there was a whole thing where he went on the side quest with Dodo and Shido. Uh, uh, yeah, Dodo and Show. Sorry. Yeah, I do. I do remember that. Yeah, and he gave them the Ultraman token, and that was a big part of the final fight. Boy, that would have been really cool to see on the big screen. Okay, so here is a here's a, like a screenshot from uh the the beginning of the battle when they show Batgirl running. Um, like they're all running as Batgirl. Next to her is He Man, and then there's Spawn. There's Flash in the background. And I caught the Batgirl in the spawn. I didn't yeah. re- realize that was He-Man. Uh, yeah, he's next to And I can't see who this other guy is too well. Um, it's some character, but I can't see enough of him to be able to tell. Oh, by the way, we're about an hour into ranting well, about this movie. <laughs> is there two He-Man? Well, okay, maybe that's not He-Man. Then. He's... Oh, I bet you it's the... Uh, it's the... Um, the second He-Man animated series, because they got another He-Man right next to him. Uh, um, on the other side. Then they got Stripes Gremlin, uh, Joker. I'm not quite sure what that thing's in. Robocop. Which is funny, they're all running, and Robocop's like next to him, like, Robocop doesn't run. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's not built for it. Um, so that, that's another thing, like, this replaces the internet. Yeah. There's no stupid joke characters in this. The what? first thing you and I would do if we had access to a virtual reality game is like, what is the most horrible, offensive shit that we can make? Yeah. Like, nobody's nobody's doing that. I didn't see, like, a Sonic with a big dump truck ass and big bare feet. You know that would be in there. Right, just like, so remember when Fallout 76 came out and they were and they were talking about like, oh, and here you can customize your, your outfits to look like this. And, you're, and I was like, why do why would they were putting stupid shit like that in your like, like Kentucky Fried Chicken bucket heads and stuff like that? Like, who's yeah. going to run around like that? So many people. <laughs> right. And, but none of that's in here. So many people. Yeah. <laughs> and like, I mean, there, there wasn't people just like disturbing the peace, being trolls, being bastards. Nope. Like, come on. Like, my default avatar would have probably been Apu. <laughs> that would have been the first thing I'd spent money on there. Oh, there's a dead shot. And a Sagat. Oh, nice. Right there. Yeah. Well, that at least shows some care, <laughs> I guess. But again, like... But this is just... just this is like the Suicide Squad kind of dead shot. Yeah, just having... 
just having, like, cameos does not excuse a bad movie. No, it doesn't. It's like... Oh, oh it's so frustrating. <laughs> yeah, and that's the thing. Like, it, They put all these little things in there, but it's it's they're all just distractions, really. Yeah, yeah. And you should give us money for for telling you to remember this thing you like. Yeah, it's um, and they oh, so he, there were there were no references in here to um to the the nineteen seventies or whatever it is or nineteen eighties black hole movie with with Maximilian and Vincent and Old Bob, and I kind of remember them being in the book. Yeah, I think so. It's it's been a while, but I think you're right. There's no, there was no like um, a Treyu. What hell's a Treyu? Him on his horse, like riding in there. He couldn't have done shit, but <laughs> oh, attacks, oh, attacks. I mean, I at one point I saw somebody had um, they were like, I guess they were like a uh, Care Bears or something, like running across the screen. Yeah, like, like yeah. to fight him. Like, okay, like why, why are you here? What are you gonna do? Oh, there, there are people who totally play Care Bears, though. So. Right, but I mean, but what are you gonna do though? Like, how are you going to like be, you know? Of any help in a fight. Yeah. None at all. So, yeah, just... Uh, it's just... Listen. Yeah, it's weird. It's really weird. Like... Like, you would think there'd be some... Some people playing Lord of the Rings characters. And and I get that, you know, the... Um, yeah, you, you would think that. Because, uh, I mean, that would definitely be... Because, I mean, if nothing else, even if he hadn't read the books, which he... Um, which I'm sure he did. Even if he hadn't, though, like, the, uh, the Ralph Bakshi, like, Hobbit movie... That would have been, I mean, that I know that would have been, been a favorite of his. Yeah, yeah. He's got some skeleton warriors in here. But I guarantee you he, he read Lord of the Rings. Oh, yeah. The dude played D&D. Of course he would have read Lord of the Rings. How could you not have? I mean, if you played D&D, then obviously you would have read Lord of the Rings. Yeah. And Three Hearts and Three Lions, a magician. I mean, like, there's there's lots of, of like, really critical fantasy books. Yeah, that, some uh, Rogers Lasney, you know, Chronicles mm-hmm. of Amber and stuff like that. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. So, yeah. Yeah, but all that stuff is just kind of just left out and... In favor of fucking Overwatch. Exactly. Like, oh, we're not... We're not going to include any Lord of the Rings references, but we will make sure that you see not only that there's an Overwatch character, but that she's a lesbian, because that's important. Right. Being woke is so important. We... Fuck... Fuck being true to the book. Let's just make sure we we have a fair shake at lesbianism here. All for... For what? A... A... Two-second... Like, if that... Like reference and everything just to be like hey hey they, you know we're not ignoring this but like yeah you should but you ignored all this other stuff that was much more yeah, important it's like okay but that could have been gandalf you could have had gandalf there god it's so frustrating it is it's it's infuriating it's so frustrating it's just like having really really bad sex and then finding out that she's like oh yeah i was faking and it's like okay but it, it sucked you're saying that like you did some kind of favor yeah it's like some kind of gotcha. It's not because it, it was bad in the first place. Yeah, it's like well, maybe if you hadn't if you hadn't been like, doing such a bad job, it wouldn't have been <laughs> faking. You wouldn't have been so bad. <laughs> oh man, God. Yeah, it's uh, and they got the fucking Halo characters in there, Master Chief and shit. And, like, I mean, I get that that's popular, but like you said, it's it's not eighties. It's not eighties. Yeah, I mean, I I can imagine. That there would be people, you know, even if you're, like, obsessed with the 80s and doing this because you're trying to research James Halliday, I could see making your avatar that. Because, like, it's a nostalgia thing. Maybe mm-hmm. you grew up with Halo. Okay, whatever, that's fair. 
Oh, you know, now that you mention it, because we talk, there is no GI Joe or Transformers in there. Yep, yep. I was, was I was looking for Transformers. That would definitely be a thing. There is there also no like they. Oh, that's the thing. They've got Batgirl, Joker, Harley Quinn. They've got Deadpool, but no other Marvel characters in there. Mm-hmm. There's no Wolverine. You tell me, tell me that Wolverine, the X Men, was super popular in the eighties. There's no Wolverine in there. Yep, yep. I mean, come on. The the X Men were like their biggest property in the eighties, weren't they? Yeah, yeah. So like. I mean, I'm I'm pretty sure that uh, Halliday would have had just an entire X-Men planet. Not yeah. just a Marvel planet, but like an entire X-Men planet. Hell yeah. Because it was vast enough to do that back then. It's, and and the they put it in even Batgirl. They don't even use... They use the, a current Batgirl costume, not even old 80s one. Yep. yep. So, and then and even the the Joker, like they use a, like a more recent one. And Harley Quinn, like... Harley Quinn shouldn't even been fucking in there, to be honest. But I mean, mm-hmm. but I mean, fine, she's in there. I'll let that go. But, but like, why wouldn't it be the Bruce Tim Harley Quinn, which to this day is the most popular version? Yeah, it's that's the that's the known one. That's the iconic one. So like, you're you're telling me that in forty years people are going to completely forget about the iconic one and switch over to one that appeared in one video game? Yeah. <laughs> so that that's the one that's going to be okay. So all right, check this out. Right. So this is the little girl. Well, we're like an hour ten and. Well, you said you wanted to do like a like a after thing. Yeah, this is an hour ten after the movie. Okay, is what I'm saying. All right, all right, I'm gonna. <laughs> so go. it's it's fine. Like, let, I, I don't want to make you like not finish your thought. I'm just saying, you know, we've we've been reviewing this for like an hour and ten minutes. Okay, so here's here's a, the little bitchy girl that gets all mad when she loses. Yep, yeah. The one with the Donkey Kong Junior poster, right? Mm-hmm. Which is okay. a cool poster, right? Not but, as good as the original Donkey Kong poster, but okay. But first off, that's that poster's in really good shape. It is. I, I've never seen one. I've seen one of those. Actually, I've never seen this poster. I mean, I'm, really? I'm sure it's like it's on the side of the cabinet. But as far as a poster goes, it was never seen it. it was a promotional flyer. That that was the art. One of the sets of art that they did for the promotional flyer, but it is also the side cabinet art. Okay. So, that's this little girl. What, what we should say she is, like, maybe eight? Maybe. Well, she's missing her front teeth, though. Yeah. So, six, seven? Okay. So, <clears throat> behind her, but over her window, that's the uh, album art for the Go-Go's first album. There's uh, She's So Unusual, Cindy Lauper's first album down there. <laughs> she's got that shit? Are you fucking kidding me? Uh, There's no way in hell that she would have that again. We're talking about 60 years later. Yeah. Well, maybe she's playing it in her parents' living room or something. This is a bedroom. Oh. That's a that's a day bed right there. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, and it looks like a kid's bed too. So yeah. So you're gonna tell me that she that she has that stuff in there? Like, no, she does not. No, that I'm pretty sure that's the Talking Heads right there. Maybe, yeah. I mean, I'm like, come on. So so she's so into it as well that she's got all that stuff. I like, mean, she's she's such a gunter. Yeah, she is. <laughs> But yeah, oh, along like, with all the other her toys and stuff over there, <laughs> uh, it looks like she's got an optimist there. Uh, yeah, I was just I'm like, come on, man, that that shit's just so fucking lame. Yeah, it's retarded. It's really retarded. Oh, oh wait, no, no, we're we're only an hour into <laughs> into I mean, reviewing you know, this. Nobody had a um, nobody had a fucking uh, which I guess in the race that that would have been fair, but I guess it. it hold on. The Back to the Future car flies. Yeah. Because he because t- he flips the wheels under yep. to go under the semi. Why he just fly over King Kong? <laughs> probably because that would be considered cheating. It's probably a street race, so using a flying vehicle would get him disqualified. But it also flies. Yeah, I don't know. I would just be like his gliding with style. <laughs> 
Because I was gonna say there's there's no like um there's no uh uh Blade Runner car in here. Yep, yep, no Blade Runner car. But again, if, if it's a, if it's flying, okay. But they removed all the references to the Millennium Falcon. Yep. Um, and here's another thing too. Oh, that's the other thing too. Like his whole asteroid house, um, in the book where where he lives, the, his whole base, the asteroid where he's got yep. all the collections of everything in there. Yep, like, yep. All that's gone. Instead, they give all that stuff to H. Yeah. But uh, uh, there's no there's no Ecto one. Yep, no Ecto one. I mean, because it's not it's not like it's like the speed of the car is important in this race. But there should have been an Ecto one because it had the fucking like eighteen van in there. Right. Yeah. Yeah, it's weird that there's no references to Ghostbusters. And I guess maybe if they try to, but then they're like, no, 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 we, you know, we're we're not gonna let you do that. But okay. But you would think that they would just be like, yeah, sure, go ahead. It's just a, it's just a minor reference, or maybe they want it too much for the. Uh, for the the, you know, the license or something, but like uh, maybe. if you want to use our thing, which I, I've never understood, like uh, if you want to use our characterness, you have to pay us X amount of dollars for it. But like, why? Well, because of our character, yeah. But no one is going to go to the movie two hours and twenty minutes in just so they can see like a five second blip of your like character. Yeah, if if even that, like that, that's generous. Yeah, like go fuck a data port. <laughs> All right, I, I, I'm officially done talking about this movie. Are you sure? Yeah, I mean, yeah, because I need to go scrub this thing from my brain. <laughs> well, the best way to do that is with pizza and booze. Pizza and booze. Pizza and booze. Pizza <laughs> and booze. Yeah, it was. Uh, it was truly atrocious. Um, Speaking of atrocious, there's no gem and holograms in there. No German holograms, yeah. Even that's truly outrageous. <laughs> truly, truly, truly outrageous. Truly, truly, truly outrageous. There was no Sailor Moon reference. No, there wasn't. That was really popular back then. That, that was what introduced a lot of people to anime. That was the first anime I ever saw with Sailor Moon. And you know what? There's no um, there's no Star Trek in there either. No, no. I mean, you see, like at the funeral, the Star Trek references, but it's like that's as far as it went. But the fact that there is Star Trek references at the funeral should tell people that the dude likes it and they would get a lot of people into it. And you think that that would also, you know, have show like that, uh, they would actually show a little bit more of like vehicles or something or something or something. But nope, no, 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 that just wasn't allowed. Okay. So cool. This should have like, I know they're going to say they wouldn't have had time to, to do this as a movie. But this should have been super faithful to the book, very 80s oriented, but it should have been like a Netflix miniseries. I was going to say, yeah, a miniseries would have been so much better. Like four or five episodes of just like, take the full year in, in like universe to tell this story. But then you can like, you can dedicate way more time and energy to the cameos and stuff. Wow, look at that movie poster. Boy, that almost looks cool. The art's not great. Yeah, it almost looks cool. Almost. But then it like it then it just fails at so many <laughs> levels. Um Yeah, but yeah, you're right. I mean, and the thing is, I don't I don't even want to see a um like a, like a remake of it, like now made for you know Netflix or something like that. I, I don't want to see that now. Like not by this team. Yeah, I mean just in general. Like I've, I'm so distraught by this that like I don't even want to see that. I wouldn't want to see it by this team. If if it were like a whole fresh team, 
that it's just like, you know, we've, we've been given a massive budget and carte blanche to just take the book and, and fully adapt it, then I would, I would be willing to give it a chance. So here's some, I guess, um, it's, um, uh, what do you call it? Um, oh, not promotional. What do you call it? Um, art, um, movie art, uh, crap. What do you call that? Matte painting? No, 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 no. Um, uh, concept art for the, for the, for the movie. Okay. Okay. So it's, it's, um, Parzival in the van Mm -hmm. and, and this is actually really kind of cool. So, but the van is way too big. So the, the van is way too big for, for that. So, but, um, so starting over here, right, you've got a Hellboy comic book, which is like one, you wouldn't be able to find that damn Hellboy comic book that far in the future. Um, and that wasn't eighties old Spider-Man sticker, Wolverine at Art Adams, Dungeons and Dragons book there. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. Good old player's handbook. Yep. Um, yep. You've got this Intel inside sticker, which is kind of funny. That's a second edition book, I believe. Is that the blue cover? Yep, the blue cover. Okay, yeah, that's second edition. So you've got a picture of Darth Vader over there, um, and then a Batman symbol on this one thing here. Uh, I'd actually probably actually pull this up on the computer to see it better. The, um, the Vader thing is pretty cool, yeah. The, you've got below stickers and everything in here that I can't quite make out. Uh, and he's wearing a Flash t-shirt. Uh, he's got an X-Men sticker on the heater that's in front of him, uh, and then some other kind of sticker there. Uh, Spider-Man comic on the floor, a, can't quite make that, I think it's like a, maybe an Amazing Spider-Man on there, which I mean, he shouldn't have those damn comic books on the floor. And this, it's, uh, oh, that's a, that Mark Bagley, uh, Spider-Man Venom book, um, uh, see, Superman comic book, uh, Supergirl, um, and then the, the sixth, uh, I've seen that book before, I can't think of what it is. Mm-hmm. A bottle of water, which he probably wouldn't have that, um, this like Superman book there. Uh, Star Trek Lunchbox, uh, another comic book there. Um, can't quite tell what that is. Oh shit. Oh, Whoa. lost it. Yes. Oh, it's that Punisher looks like. Oh, I was gonna say, is it Spawn? Can't quite tell. Right there. Oh no. Um, oh shit, what is that? A box of Fruit Rocks, which is not Fruit Loops. <laughs> <laughs> fruit Rocks. Oh, okay, so going all the way over here to the end, he's got a, a Star Wars Ender Shadow book, um, a Goonies poster, like all kinds of, uh, like computer, like, like half, uh, used computer, uh, uh, half broken or taken apart computer equipment, a JLA comic there, lots of, uh, keyboards and stuff, a, a Razor Lost Ark poster, there's a, a Klingon, looks like a bird of prey, there's the, um, the Leela's, or not Leela's ship, but the ship from Futurama, Yep, yep. Uh, and then, like, I mean, this is all kind of cool stuff. A big Star Wars poster. Like, this is how I would expect his thing to look. Yeah, you yeah. Know? Um, there's a Lord of the Rings sticker right there. There we go. There we go. Thank you. I So, and, I mean, some of this is not completely accurate because, like, he wouldn't, like, he wouldn't have a bowl of fruit rocks and he wouldn't have a bottle of water because, I mean, I'm pretty sure that that would cost way more than he could afford. But yeah, it's missing some like uh some music stuff and um references. But yeah, I mean that's kind of cool. That that I could get behind. Yeah. So someone did a concept there, and they're like, yeah, but no, <laughs> that's too close to the book. Anyway, that all makes sense. <laughs> no, but I will say it's the same issue that we've dealt with before. Of like, how would they even get those old books? Because we can't get those old books, right? Now that now without like you know. 
costing so damn much for it and and the thing is like like where do you where do you get that money from yeah yeah he did not have it he when the book starts he's wearing basic gear that you get from a default build because he's never able to leave the school planet because mm-hmm. that costs money right traveling costs money grinding and gaining experience and getting treasure costs money so he always had a default gear until he found the tomb of horrors so yeah it's just yes. All right, all right, I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. I'm not going to make fun of this movie anymore because it's just not worth my time. After I've done it so much already, but yeah, it's just not worth my time. Yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. Um, if you if you want to watch a good love letter to uh, nostalgia, watch the Mario movie. <laughs> yeah, I guess we'll be doing an episode about that before too long. Uh, I want to give you a chance to watch it, but well, I I've, yeah, I gotta watch it. Yeah. I've got very very many thoughts on that movie. Uh, I really 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 enjoyed it. And uh, there, there was none of these moments like this, or like with L- Legend of Chun Li, where they're like, "Oh, it's some guy named Boswer." Boswer? Yeah. <laughs> no, it's pronounced Bowser. You fucks. <laughs> hey, or Lou Guy. <laughs> and you know why I call him Lou Guy, right? Uh, not right off. No. So there was. Uh, remember, I told you about that time that I was. Uh, I was, I had gone with my mom somewhere. She had to go to some kind of class in like another like city. Uh, it was a couple hours away. And I, I played uh, Street Fighter uh, against the guys and they were like, <laughs> and they were, they were saying it's like, uh, it's like Gully, you're going to play Gully? Oh yeah. Like, yeah. Gully. I remember that now. <laughs> Gully. <laughs> Gully. Oh man. <laughs> Gully and Lou guy. <laughs> oh. Oh. Alright, so, uh, my name is Turk182. Oh, me. <laughs> and, uh, this was our, uh, let's watch and, um, and our review of Ready Player One. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, um, you know, I, I, I kind of hate the fact that I kind of like, turned you against it like, not really but my negativity kind of turned you against it but mm, not not really i mean i still love the book I'm, i still oh, yeah. aim to reread the book I, the book is great I but uh, book. but no i mean it's really just like having watched through it a second time when i'm not just dealing with the visual overload of trying to catch all the references it's just like oh yeah no like it, it doesn't have any of the charm so no mm. it, it's not your fault Oh, good. It's Steven fucking Spielberg's fault. <laughs> yeah, it kind of is. I, I kind of feel like, because I mean, at this point in his career, he's got massive clout. I mean, Steven Spielberg would be like, we got to scratch this whole thing, start all over again. And the studio would let him. I mean, well, I mean, yeah, yeah, there, yeah. there would be some pushback, but they were like, they would let him. I mean, and for him to continue to roll with this, I, I would hope that he read the book. I would, I'd like to think that he did. I'm starting to question if he did. Just, I mean, I just, I don't know. I don't get why it's hard to just make something the way it's supposed to be. <laughs> I mean, if you think if it's so great that you want to make it into a movie, then I mean, no one ever looks at a at a piece of, at a property and be like, you know, that's shit. But with a little tweaking, it could be really good. Like no, or, or like like they, they like this is really good, but it could be better. Like no, it's like you buy something like a property like that because it is good and because you 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 know you're like oh man, this is going to translate very well. But instead, you like you just butcher it. Yeah, it it will never make sense to me. Like, 
oh yeah, yeah, you've got these these characters who spend the entire book developing a relationship and getting comfortable enough with each other to meet face-to-face. They can just meet within 15 minutes. Yeah. And then just, you know, just driving, I mean, driving all around, like in the back of the car, and then, oh, I've got a... I've got to open up my my car door to to collect coins. What? Okay. <laughs> but yeah, wait. How do you collect coins any other time? Like when they're on the battlefield and stuff like that, and people are dying. Like, like who's collecting coins then? Or like, how are they being collected? It, it just shows them like scooping them up with their arms, and it kind of like magnetizes to their arms. That's just dumb. <laughs> Why should I have to do that? Should, I mean, if I, me just walking past them should be enough to do that. I shouldn't have to scoop them up with my damn hands. I, I think coming into physical contact with them should be enough. Yeah. Like, if he, if he like, walks through a pile of coins, it should show them, like, briefly swirl around and then zoom into his wallet. Exactly. It, it shouldn't be something where they have to, like, physically... Like, when Irock was trying to, like, scoop them back up into his missing arm and shit. Oh. Might be I mean, that's, that's, that's definitely a blinker you miss it kind of thing. Yeah, there. yeah. And we definitely missed it. Who, who's he hitting, though? That's Dido. Oh, oh. Dido and Show versus Jason. Huh. Well, okay. It looks like Jason almost has a lightsaber. Oh, maybe he does. But, yeah, I think it's just like... I don't think... It's okay. He just wants his machete back. <laughs> I think Show was actually called Shoto in the book, wasn't he? Because oh. it was Dido and Shoto, the long sword and short sword. I think so, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, well, yep. I have a, a pitch for you before, okay. we, before we wrap this up. I say that we read Ready Player Two okay. for the podcast. Wow. Okay. Uh, now, now, when you say read, does that also that mean that I can um I can listen to the audiobook? Oh, sure, sure. That's why I have it. I have it. On yeah, audio. like you know, I mean, that's that's just television for your mind. What, what what was that thing you were showing me? It's like books you can watch or whatever. Oh yeah, God. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, no. If you want to do like the audiobook version or whatever, I'm just thinking. You know, we've we've often talked about like reading shitty fan fiction stuff like that. Yeah. At some point, we need to read Ready Player Two for for the channel, and we we can uh, just tear it apart the way Crimson Rogue does with his book reviews. Uh, yeah, that, that sounds good with me, man. I'd be more than happy to do that. First thing I wanted to review for the channel was, like, one of the Tetris erotica fan fictions, but apparently we're gonna have to do Ready Player 2. Yeah. <laughs> Alright. So, again, my name is Turk182. I am Comey. And, uh... Oh, excuse me. Uh, and this was our watch of Ready Player 182. No, Ready Player 1. Um... <laughs> Starring Cyclops, uh, Ty Sheridan, and a bunch of other people that, I mean, really, I don't, really, this, this just was horrible. I think he's got a fetish for wearing goggles. Yeah, I think he, I think he does. Okay. Ty Sheridan, uh, c- come on the show and we'll bully you. You know, kind of um, name is Ty. Short <laughs> mom named him after Beanie Babies. For, for Tyler. Uh, <laughs> bye, bye everybody. His name is short from Ty One On. That's when <laughs> <laughs> his mom got pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> Tell the audience bye, Turk. <laughs> Zang, yo. All right there, folks. That was Our Moms Think We're Funny. Let's, uh, let's give them a hand.